Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of bounds. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon show. We are super excited to have uh, my golf club maker. I don't know if that's fair or not, Chip, but uh, my uh, this guy I get my clubs from, Chip Usher from Usher Golf down in um, uh, Savannah, Georgia. Chip, how you doing today, bud? Doing great, guys. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Hey, n- no worries, man. I'll tell you, I, um, I, I'm going to get this out of the way first. So I got the, I don't know for the listeners, if you're familiar with the brand and, and uh, Chip's going to give us a little background on it, hopefully in a, in a few minutes, but uh, the brand Mura Golf. So it's M-I-U-R-A. And, uh, you know, I got turned on to those guys uh, reading and, you know, just being a golf nerd, I kind of got, uh, you know, I was like, oh, I got to get some of their wedges. And, and they came out with the new and Chip, you'll remind me, I think it's the K grind or the, the, the dimpled backs. And I'm like, I got to get those. So, so my girl and I went down to a Willie Nelson concert in Savannah and I'm like, oh, I'm not even going to have to get them ordered. I'm going to stop in and see Chip, check out his shop. So I go in and uh, Chip being the gentleman that he is, he responds very promptly. Yeah, stop by, whatever, I have them ready for you. Go in and I get them. And of course I'm looking around and I'm like, oh, look at those clubs and look at those irons and look at those irons. And I kind of go through and I'm like, well, what about these? And Chip's like, well, you know, actually these are probably gonna suit you just fine. So he didn't try to upsell me on the latest and greatest model. He, He treated me fair. And anyway, so I'm like, eh, I don't know. My irons I'm playing now are fine. So I come home and I hit the wedges and I'm like, yeah, two weeks later or something, Chip. I don't know. I reach out for it. I'm like, yeah, just, just sit, sit, send, me the, send me the clubs. I'll, I'll take them. I'll take the irns. Yeah. And, and they then, sell themselves. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, you know, and then uh, a buddy, you know, Kevin, I sent him to you. He bought a set. I uh, got a few more people asking, you know, where you, where are they? I mean, they're, they're, they're just fantastic golf clubs. Um, I, I haven't looked back, hadn't had a second thought. I did order one of the new, uh, new Mira models for, I think I ordered the MC 5014 iron, uh, needed to add something else. So I've got that and it's great. But, uh, so enough about that. I know we probably want to talk black lab and some other things, but, uh, so you want to introduce yourself, Chip and, uh, tell us, uh, tell us how'd you get into golf, man? Yeah. So I'm Chip Usher. I live in Savannah, Georgia, and I run Usher golf. I probably first started working on golf clubs when I was 16 Hmm. and I'm 61 now. So that's a few years. And, uh, you you know, as a kid, I picked up the game of golf and back then, you know, we worked on everything. We were always outside working and stuff. So it was natural fit for me to start working on my own golf clubs. And my real start came when an older gentleman from the club, came up to me and said, Hey, I want you to build me a persimmon driver. And I built him a persimmon driver. I was all about 16 or 17. And within a week I'd sold like a dozen persimmon drivers to members of the club. So that was probably my club making start right there. Hmm. Interesting. And and I've worked on them all my life. I've not been a club builder as a profession all my life. I was a stockbroker for 21 years with Merrill Lynch, but I had the golf business still and I was doing a lot of golf business. And so ultimately uh, in 2005, I made the jump to full-time golf and I've been full-time since 2005, but really been doing it much, much longer than that. Nice. 
pretty good segue to uh, stockbroker to uh, the golf club business. That's uh, I'm, I'm starting to see a correlation that it might be a, a profitable business. Just just saying, <laughs> just just saying. <laughs> well, uh, there are a lot of guys that are stockbrokers making a lot of money to make big money in the golf business. You got to really hit the right niche, but yeah. uh, it's a very satisfying career, and I'm glad I made the move. Um, I'm, I'm glad I know all about the markets from my first real job, but this is what I was born to do. And I'm, I'm glad that I'm able to do this full time. And, you know, with the internet, it's unbelievable. The, the internet is a very powerful tool. And, uh, you know, if I was just sitting in Savannah waiting for walk-ins, I would have never made the move, but I've shipped stuff all over the world. Hmm. And, and, you know, interestingly enough, talking about the internet this year, the COVID year has been the busiest year I've ever had in the business. So it, it you know, I'm fortunate for that. And I know that, uh, and Mira is a big part of that, as you mentioned when you talked about Mira Golf. They're the best, and uh, I've got a big following, um, and I'm thankful to be associated with them. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I know you mentioned uh, so back again to to our first uh, meeting. Uh, I think I wrote you and said, "Hey, you know, what's when would be a good time for me to come in?" And uh, I'm going to paraphrase, but you pretty much said, uh, since everything that's going on, uh, I'm here from daylight to dark. You mm. just tell me when you can show up. Yeah, yeah that's, that's been true. I, I honestly do not think I've missed a day of work since March 1st. Mm. Uh, that's weekends, holidays. Um, it, that's, a, that's a long string, but it, it's, it's been a crazy year. I never saw this coming. Yeah. So, uh, so before we get too deep into this, uh, how can, uh, how can our listeners and followers find you? Uh, uh, my golf company is called Usher golf in Savannah, Georgia. I have a couple of websites. Uh, one's chip and putt.com. So chip and putt.com two T's and putt. <laughs> and then I have a putter company called black lab golf, uh, and black lab golf.com is my putter company. And as a matter of fact, I'll have to say my 13-year-old female lab is right here at my side. And nice. if you hear any deep breathing, it's probably her. But that's I, cool. She, no, that's uh, cool. Yeah. She, she hangs with me at the shop or wherever I go. So I, she's with us today on the podcast. Perfect. That, that, just, that just means Dan's bored her to sleep, so... No, well, that's a good point. That usually happens. Uh, so, I mean, but seriously, so, you know, I mean, there, there's lots of different, uh, you know, golf club manufacturers and, and you know, big names and uh, big box stores, et cetera. And, and, you know, Mura is one of those things that up until I may drop a few names on here. So no offense, Chip, but I, I'm, I'm going to get to the point is, you know, so Mura for the longest time, you, you couldn't walk into a golf shop and and find mura clubs right you're either ordering online or you're going to somebody like yourself and and i don't even and up until i think one of the big box people just put in uh the mura brand this year probably i'm, I'm thinking that's kind of a uh, abraham answer play kind of i know it's not him i know he has distribution rights in mexico but uh but you can find a couple of uh options now at, at a couple you know, one of the big box things i saw for sure uh, but I, I, the experience that I got with Chip and, and just messaging, and, and I really appreciate. So I think it's a one-man shop in Savannah, right? It is. I run it by myself. 
and, and, and we're talking to the man. Um, and, you know, and it was, uh, you know, went in and, and I don't know, he was finishing up something or maybe I ordered the, told him the wrong grip or whatever happened, but uh, it was all my fault, not, not chips. And, and I said, Hey, you know, I'd like to hit one of these. And so chip goes and uh, pulls a club out of his bag and says, well, you can hit this one back there. It's fine. And, you know, at that point I'm still, I'm kind of scratching my head and I'm going like, damn, I didn't intend to spend that much money, but uh, it's good. It's going to, it's going to happen at some point. But I, but I, uh, you know, I, I, I withheld for maybe a couple of weeks and I, and I went forward, but, uh, yeah, if you're in Savannah, man, give, give chip a call, stop by and see him. I mean, it is a talk about a personal, uh, one-to-one experience, uh, you know, and, and we emailed since then multiple times and very quick to respond and, and always, uh, you know, knowledgeable about, uh, you know, the products that chip has and what he's doing. I mean, it did just, a just, just a wealth of knowledge, uh, you know, that's sitting, uh, sitting on the call with us today. So. Well, thank you. Mira is, it's a special brand and, you know, Mr. Mira is in his upper seventies. And when he was young, he apprenticed with the samurai swords makers. Of course, they weren't making swords then. They had transitioned into making golf clubs, you know, the forging process. So that's where he was trained. He was trained how to forge steel by the the Japanese samurai. That's a true story. And he's involved and to now becoming known as the hands of God in Japan. So anyway, I, talking about that brand and just, you know, we talked about Mira and you, you, you own some Mira clubs. It's, it's special. So how did you get, uh, we get, to, well, I definitely want to get into the black lab stuff in a second, but how did you get turned on to the brand in, in the first place? I mean, what, what, yeah. 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 So, so back in the late nineties, so I'm a, I'm a golf club guy by night and a stockbroker by day. I'm, I'm on these various websites and, you know, I can't think of all of them, but a lot of them are not even called what they're called, but I was selling products and doing things, doing business, you know, before Y2K. In any event, I, I got a little bit of a clientele and I had these guys that were buying club heads from dealers in Japan and having the dealers in Japan ship the club heads directly to me to do the build, and then I would do the build and ship them to the U.S. customer. So I was kind of the middleman builder, and it was mirror heads. And <laughs> I saw them, and I went, I could tell. They were like, I was like wow, these are really, really well-made golf clubs. And, um, you know, we might talk about the history of them, but, you know, you got guys like Nicholas and Floyd and uh, some really big names that played in Tiger Woods and played mirror in some form of fashion through the years. But in any event, so I started building these clubs, and a couple of years later, Mira was uh, distributing them out of Canada, and they were going to open up North America for distributors. And a representative with Mira called me and said, would I be interested in carrying their product? And I was like, absolutely. I'm familiar with your product. I've actually built your product. And so that's how it got started. And, and since that time, uh, there's a gentleman I have to talk about, my good friend Bill Holowaty. And he was running the mirror distribution out of Canada. And we've become long, long friends here. And uh, he now is the chief operating officer of Mira that has changed distributors, distributorship ownership. But uh, Bill's still the COO and a close friend of mine. And I say he's the most knowledgeable guy not named Mira in the world. Bill Alawadi, <laughs> my good friend there at Mira. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So is, is this the, I, I know the, the aesthetics of the club has changed. Um, but, but in looking at, and, you know, in doing my research, you know, as a, as an amateur, uh, you know, uh, golf hack, you know, I'm kind of looking and, and you don't get a lot of new or, or, or 
previously, you didn't have a lot of new club releases. I mean, so think about the, you know, the, the top five, you, you know, you got a new club and a new design every year. And Miura was kind of, Miura, excuse me, was kind of like, well, you may go through several seasons and you really don't have a change. And I think the, I believe it's the MC501 that is just a absolutely gorgeous club. I mean, that was kind of the most, um, uh, cutting edge thing as far as, you know, the, uh, just the aesthetics of the club that I see in their track history. Uh, is that an accurate statement? It, it is. It, it can actually get almost confusing. They had so many models. They have models that were released in the Japan and Korea market. And they have models that were released in North America. I actually like all the different models. Um, I probably in my shop, I could probably show you 14 different brand new models in my shop right now that were either, you know, and they're some of what we call new old stock. They're not current models, but they're new. But back to your point about the MC501, what they're trying to do now is they're trying to rotate a product with a four-year life cycle. So let's say right now you've got the MB101 Blade. That's a current product. You've got the CB, excuse me, the TC201, which is a player's cavity back. You've got your MC501, which is uh, muscle cavity, and uh, then you have the uh, the new CB301. So those are four models. They will rotate, and actually in that group, I think MC501 is the oldest. So there will really? probably be yeah. So there'll probably be an MC501 replacement coming out in 2021. Still, there'll be there'll be demand for the MC501. It's a great model. And then you also throw in the baby blade model, which is a current model that they've updated to a 2.0 version. So that's going to be kind of a standalone product that'll probably always exist. Uh, but those four models that I named off will kind of rotate. But the interesting thing about Mirror, their product, there's demand for the product even when it's old. So you, if you could find a brand new set of mirrors like CB57s are no longer current, they still command a very strong premium in the market to sell. Mm-hmm. They do not drop half their value like a lot of other brands. We won't mention anybody else, but <laughs> the big five, their values drop immediately. Mirror, yeah. that doesn't happen. You can hold inventory and you won't get hurt. Yeah, yeah kind of like a car, right? I mean, it's like, it, why, why, why? Appreciates. why yeah. A car that appreciates, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It holds its value. I don't know necessarily they appreciate, but they hold their value well. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, for sure. That that's one of the things that kind of, you know, it's that, I don't know if I'm nostalgic is the right word, but it's like, it, it's the, it's the classic that still performs with the newest release. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, you know, so you named off some, uh, some, some really strong golfers in the beginning there, right? So you, who'd you mention? You mentioned Jack and Tiger and, and a few others. Right. And I, I, I think a lot of people look at Mura as like, Oh, well that's, you know, I don't you know. I can't, I may not be good enough to play those clubs. And I think I'm playing right now to like an 11 or something. Um, so, you know, I'm not a great golfer. Uh, I mean, some, sometimes I get lucky and I hit it in the right spot. Most of the time it's uh, I, I get it. I have a good miss hit. Um, but uh, so what would you say for folks that are looking to, it's like, man, I really, I like the club or I, I, I like the brand. I like the looks. I like the, I mean, is, is uh, Mura something that I can come into as a high handicapper and grow into? to be a better handicapper? Absolutely. The One of the four models that I mentioned, the rotation, and I was kind of rattling them off, but the new CB301 is a very forgiving golf club. It's an <laughs> oversized head. It's perimeter weighted. 
Uh, it's cavity back. Uh, I, I, I fit guys that shoot 100 and under in that club, and they enjoy it. And, and, and what you said, I hear all the time, there's a misconception because it's a forged golf club by Mira that it's going to be this tiny little blade. Well, they make tiny little blades, but they also make forged cavity backs that are very forgiving and just as forgiving in game improvement as, you know, the manufacturers that are making the cast clubs. The only difference is this is forged, and in my opinion, it's better. Hmm. Oh, I mean, this is, I mean, I'd never played them until this year and I mean, night and day difference in, and, and I'm talking really about feel and responsiveness. And, you know, if you're listening and, and you are a high handicapper and it's like, I, you know, I'm just trying to hit the ball, uh, the, the feel of the club help will help you. Uh, and, and I'm not talking necessarily Mira specific, but it's like, well, does the club matter? And, and absolutely. And, uh, you know, when Kevin called you to get his clubs, I don't know if I told you the story or not, but we're playing echelon in Georgia. I don't know whatever day it was. And I think number 16 is a little par three. It's like 125 or 30 yards. And I'm like a little wind in our face. I'm like, Hey, just hit this wedge. He's like, I don't want to hit the wedge. I'm like, hit the wedge. I don't want to hit the wedge. He's like, all right, yeah, but I'll hit the wedge. So I swear to you, he takes the wedge, hits it, sticks it like three feet. And he, and, and then I, I won't start cussing. Like he was cussing me for uh, 17 and 18 because I just cost him, uh, you know, whatever the set of clubs cost him, but he bought the, set of clubs off yeah. of one shot and it's like i mean as soon as you hit it and you pure it like you know it's like i don't want to hit anything like i that that's what i want to cont- i want to continue to search for that feel every single time on every single shot and i don't know where you get it on any of the club to be honest well it, yeah it, the mirror process and when i say the mirror process i'm talking about the club making process or the forging process to be more specific, is born in quality. And basically, they take a billet of steel, carbon steel, that looks like a sausage. It's about the size of a sausage. And they heat it up, and they put it down on a... It with, I don't know, 20 tons of pressure. I mean, maybe it's even more. It's, it's a tremendous amount of pressure. But what they do is they strike it an extra time they do that third full strike, and the molecular structure of a mirror iron is more dense. Um, and, and the way I compare it is if you had a, the molecular structure of a mirror and a leading brand, the leading brand would be like you had a jar full of marbles. In other words, the head is a jar full of marbles, whereas mirror, you'd have a jar, but it'd be full of sand. It's, mm. it's, it's that dense molecular structure that makes a difference, and it goes right back to what you mentioned, the feel. It's a very, very solid golf club. Mm. And Mr. Muir has done quite a few things in the industry that have improved the quality of the club. And he also, even though it's a forged club, it's not poured or cast, he can keep replicating the same model over and over with exact consistency. Interestingly enough, they weigh a club head 14 times through the process. Wow. One club head gets weighed 14 times. That's amazing. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah. good. Well, I don't want to spend our whole time talking about Mira. Hold on. Uh, even hold on. even, hold even on. though I could. No, no. So Jack, oh, oh, so Jack, Dick, just, Jack just came out with some clubs with Mira, right? So have you. He did. Yeah. That, that, we got to talk about that. Yeah. So uh, Mira's making a, a com- commemorative edition set of irons for Jack Nicholas. Their blades. And they're different. They're, they're kind of interesting. I learned some things about, I'm a big Jack Nicholas fan. 
since way back. Mm -hmm. I, I started playing golf in 74, and I was pulling for him in 75 Masters. So anything from the 75 Masters forward, I was pulling for Jack. So I saw some good ones. <laughs> In any event, back to his golf clubs, they're, they're made a blade for him, but it is different. Uh, I don't know if I can describe this really well on the radio, but I'll try to, or the podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, it is the... The center of the center line of the shaft goes further into the head. So, in other words, you think of a heel shaft and iron, where the the tangent of the shaft is back in the heel. <clears throat> well, Jack played with a blade where they designed the hosel where the the, the center line going down of the tangent of the shaft was more in the sweet spot, and it, it's interesting. So they were doing that with this new model. So that's a, that's a really interesting manufacturing feat, but. Uh, Jack played it, so couldn't be bad. So, are these? Are they? Have they already released them? I, it, it, uh, you, you might see some pictures of them. I think a full release is December. December. Okay. Um, there could be some sets floating around, but I've got a couple sets that have come in, and my understanding is December. Oh, cool! Very cool. Well, I'm looking forward to that for sure. They look great. And they got his signature on the back of the blade. They are mm -hmm. classic. Mm -hmm. I was. That, I'm glad you brought that up because they're really sweet. I'm a. I'm a Nicholas guy. I'm a mirror guy. So I, I'm. I hope that project goes well yeah i saw the pictures online i was like man that looks like a sweet sweet set of clothes it, yeah it looks it it's good they did yeah. a nice job jack yeah. has been in the mirror factory and he and mr mira have uh come up to have become friends and really jack is the guy that got howard milstein who now owns the distributorship interested in the distributorship hmm. so that's how the distributorship changed hands howard milstein had a group that came in and runs distributorship, but Jack kind of pointed him towards it. So that's that's a neat story. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Well, all right. Now you can move on, Cal. Thank you. <laughs> what, what, what now, now you've sparked like another dozen things that I want to break down. <laughs> so, <laughs> I talk about beer all day. <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, again, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, great, great clubs. Uh, those, those Nicholas uh, special edition, I think they were only releasing like a limited amount of those. I think they were almost like a pre-order kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. It's a limited. I think I'm getting like two sets. So I don't think there's a lot I'm floating around. I, I, I don't because uh I uh, just maybe a hundred sets. I don't know. I don't mm. think there's a time for it. Are they already sold or they, they haven't sold it? Um, you know, you, I, I'm saying I, yours I'm just, are I'm yours. Starting sold? A, I'm just starting a list. Um, I have some names on the list, but you know, December comes around, things can change. Um, <laughs> so I'm starting a list and not, not from my standpoint, I'll call the people in order, mm. yeah. but, you know, Christmas or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. And, and I would imagine if, if the first two people want them, I can talk to Mira and something will magically happen a few months down the road where they'll make more of them. You have, they'll be ready I, to make more of them. Yeah. I know you have my address. Okay. You've, sent, you've sent me stuff before. I, I, I know. <laughs> nice. Uh, hey, so, so if you're looking, I know I played with, uh, I played with Blade and Bellata in Myrtle Beach earlier in the year, and he was talking about wanting a set. So, uh, so if you're listening, uh, you know, Usher Golf may be your place if you didn't get on the pre-order. So, um, all right. So yeah, he, I, I would definitely call him when they come in and if I couldn't offer him a set, I could at least have a game plan going forward. If he really wanted to set, yeah, sure. Um, I believe what they're going to do for me and, and some other, I don't mean me, just me, but for some of us builders is they are going to send me the head. So I'm going to be able to customize the shaft. Mm. I'm not going to be forced into taking them pre-built. Oh, yeah, nice. nice. That just opens up a lot more opportunity. Sweet. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to talk prices. I'm sure people are going to go look it up, but I, for, you know, for, for the, the, the skill set that I have, 
I think I'd probably put those in the office. And I, actually, I'd probably mount them. I'd probably pull down some, uh, pull down some of those records, and I'd just mount those babies on the wall. I don't know if I'd be, uh, yeah, be, be beating around with those things. I think they're, and I'm just shooting a, a number, but I think they're running about three fifty a club, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, there's some brands out there that are more expensive than that, and the oh. is good. So uh, absolutely, and we won't hurt anybody's feelings. But anyway, yeah, probably three fifty a club is where, where we're looking at those. Yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's say that, well, we there's some per, not personal, but just uh, but maybe non golf related things. So let me ask you this one: we we always we didn't. I, I was so excited to get into this stuff with you. Uh, we we usually like to do an icebreaker at the beginning of the show. We've already met, uh, you know, somewhat, and so we didn't really need to to break that. But um, uh, I, I got to ask this one. So. Um, let's say, so we just met, you're, you're inviting me and my gal over to the house and, uh, you're going to cook us dinner. What are you serving us? Oh, I'd have to grill steaks. Mm, nice. steaks. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, you know, that's easy to say, but steaks, potatoes, salad. I, I, I like that. Maybe some kind of good dessert. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm, who doesn't like steak, uh, steak and potatoes, man? That, that's yeah, easy, it's, easy it, enough. It's, it's an easy answer, probably a boring answer, but it's what I would, hmm. what I would like. That's perfect. Yeah, not, I'll show up. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not about boring. It's just true. So yeah. So yeah. fair enough. Um, all right. So what about uh, you want to talk about Black Lab a bit, a little bit? So uh, so you already mentioned she's by your side. She uh, is. Dan, Dan's already Dan's put her to sleep. <laughs> but, uh, so so you're so you're in the Mura gig, and, and so hold on, maybe I missed this, but did you start? So you're building clubs. You started with persimmon, right. uh, then you get the the Mura distribution, right? I become a mirror dealer in early two thousands. Yeah. And then, and then you're like, okay, I'm going to do something on my own. Right. Right. Well, there, there's a little backstory to it. We uncovered a bunch of Scotty Cameron putters and I'm going to tell you, it's, we'll say this is 2005, 2006. Oh my gosh. The guy had an unbelievable vault of putters. Just he, so you mean a bunch of putters and good stuff stuff that says Scott Cameron on it. When it says Scott Cameron, it's a handmade. Anyway, sure. we parlayed some of these putters into a really expensive truck. If you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, and uh, so I was the guy that got, I moved him for it and um, he'd probably kill me for telling the story. But anyway, uh, i really, Scotty does Scotty's, does a wonderful job. Hey, we got to give the guy credit. He's raised the bar Absolutely. in the other industry. And anybody who says anything differently about him is just a hater. He he's he's the man. So anyway, I just decided, hey, I want to make putters. I teamed up with a guy from Augusta, a guy named Lee Harville, and we started a little putter business called CNL, Chip and Lee, or 350 Mill. This is 2007. And uh we found a milling company and we started selling one piece bill putters and they were built in the USA. You know, it was, you know, nice stuff. You put Nippon shafts in them and ionic grips on them. So it was a nice body. And we had a run together of about, about eight years. And then uh, we had to make some changes. He worked another job where I was full-time in the golf. Any event, I evolved to doing my own business, which is now called Black Lab Golf. So Black Lab Golf is now my putter company, mm -hmm. and I've increased the number of models uh, from like three or four to now I have about seven or eight models. And uh, they're one-piece milled USA putters. 
they, they're, they're, you know, I hand stamp them, uh, custom finish them. Uh, some are come in carbon steel, and you can do all the gun blue finishes like Black Ox, Oil Can, Aquamarine Blue. Uh, then I also have some that are in 303 stainless steel, which is a real soft stainless that's got a very good feel to it. And generally what I do with those, I just bead blast the finish. So it's kind of that misted silver look you sure. see so many putters finished in. And it's a very soft stainless, but still it's a milled stainless out of a solid billet of, of stainless steel, not a cast stainless. There's a big difference. And what, do so we that's, find that's black lab golf? <laughs> yeah. Do we find those at um, at chip and putt, or do we find those at Black Lab? Or what, what... well, you you would if you went to chipandputt.com, you'd see a link to Black Lab Golf, and it would take you right over to. But blacklabgolf.com is the the uh, web website. Gotcha. Yeah. And I did get a chance to, uh, to check those out when I was down uh, earlier in the year and yeah, I mean, great, great stuff. I mean, uh, you know, great, great looking putters. Um, and, and again, it's, uh, I, I can't say enough, man, if you're in, and Savannah is a huge tourist destination and you're only, I mean, you know, if you're staying there, you're kind of in the downtown district, I would say for the most part, if you're going to visit and you're, I don't, I mean, shit, it was like, I don't five, 10 minute, not, a, not even a 10 minute drive. I mean, the kind of the bridges and stuff you're, you're kind of uh, you cross the bridge and circle around. I mean, you're uh, how many right. miles from downtown? Like five miles. Right. Or something? I, I'm probably in the middle of Savannah. There's a downtown, a midtown, and a south side. And I'm in the middle of Savannah. But the middle of Savannah, like you say, um, if, if you catch green lights, you're downtown in under ten minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's not like yeah, Savannah's not that big. It's not you're not going no. out of the way to get there. Uh, it's not like yeah. Jacksonville or Atlanta that's very spread out. Savannah's <laughs> much more. Uh, is tighter pocketed. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And the cool thing, when you go and chip shop, I mean, uh, you see everything. And there, there's uh, so for a, you know if you're you're uh, if you're a gear junkie and you like to touch and feel and all that I mean you walk in and hey it, it this stuff uh, it's everywhere for you to touch and feel and it's right there. Right. I I, I do have uh, of course as you know a lot of my stuff is unassembled so I have a lot of heads in racks that people can touch and look at and. You know, if I tried to build the sets, I'd be unbuilding them the first time I got an order because there'd be something different with that order that I hadn't done on the set. So most of my stuff's not built. It's uh, ready to be built. Mm-hmm. That's the nature of a higher-end custom shop. You're building them to order. You're not just trying to sell them something that's up on the shelf. Yeah, this- yeah so you, you go to Club Champion, you get fitted, you find out what you want, and then you uh, you give Chip a call or go see him, and then you've got, uh, I want these ferals. I know he's probably like, hey, damn it, he's going to do the No, I've got thing. a lot of ferals. <laughs> I'm into ferals, too. So I, no, it's, <laughs> that. i got lots of different ferals. Yeah, but he's like, hey, this guy's writing me again. What's he how, how many messages am I going to have to trade with this joker before he sends me some money? Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm getting That back. happens occasionally. I'll have you. We know that happens <laughs> i'm getting better at it though you know oh, i'm it, not it, talking about you i'm just talking about in general <laughs> hey he's he says that while we're uh mm-hmm. while we're recording here <laughs> uh all right so let's see so where's chip uh where's chip playing golf at in savannah these days you know i i play all over um i've been a member of savannah country club which is the old wilmington island club uh when they played some georgia open there back in Ford Plantation, which is probably the nice, nicest club in the area, which is in Richmond Hill, right outside Savannah. And I, I play there some. And then there's, I've got to mention one club that I really love. It's called Willow Lake Country Club. And it's in a little small town called Metter, Georgia. And it's right off I-16, about an hour outside of Savannah. 
but it's an easy drive. And the pro there, Greg Wolf, is in the Georgia Hall of Fame, and we're close friends. And I like playing there as much as anywhere. And I can play, you know, you know, I run into people. I can play at all the clubs, but uh, I, I like going to Willow Lake too. So anyway, those are some of the clubs I play at. Nice, Dan. Did you write those down? And have you already texted those individuals? Yes, I have. Of course, I have. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Because we would let's meet at Willow Lake one day. It's a three-hour drive for y'all and a one-hour drive for me. Nice, <laughs> absolutely. Hey, now, Chip, be careful what you say because <laughs> be fine. Be fine. because we would love we would love to come and play the course, and then uh, maybe a few weeks after that, uh, we'd like to bring someone on from the course and kind of do not not a not like a full breakdown but just like talk about the course you know what do you what's going on that kind of thing we, we would love to do that mm -hmm. yeah i think it's, it would be a great idea and the pro there greg wolf is he's an ambassador from the world wine i mean he's great uh, uh you could run a 10-hour show with greg wolf he's got great stories he's a very interesting Oof. guy he not, loves letter and it's a, it, you know it yeah it, it could be something we could definitely do Cool. Uh, if you if you can run a ten hour show with Greg and you get me talking, um, we're we're gonna need a uh, we're gonna need one of those little porta johns because uh, <laughs> we, we we may be going for longer than that. Greg Greg can hold his own, but I tell you, he's real interesting and he's I've never met a nicer guy. He's a great guy. Yeah, we'd love to. Well, so I'll uh, I'll kick you a note after this. Like, what's this yeah. comes out? Not even when it comes out, but uh, we and and by the way, I mean Savannah is one of those places. I mean, it is, uh, it, it's a twelve month golf golf track. I mean, you you yeah, you're, we're lucky. We're lucky. Yeah. yeah, it hardly ever gets too cold to play. Now there may be some mornings in the winter where you can't tee off at nine, but you could probably get out. You know, a little closer to lunchtime and play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's more apt to, you're going to have, uh, you know, rain and wind and you don't want to play versus it being too cold. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so do you live close? I mean, we're not asking for the, but do you live close by your shop there? <laughs> I do. I have one traffic light. Um, okay. Nice. Yeah. Real close. Uh, so yeah, I'm, um, I built my shop. So I, I definitely was looking for land near my home. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's, like one and a half miles, something like that. Oh, cool. cool. That's yeah. very cool. It's great. Awesome. It's great for quickly trips back to the shop. You know, you forget something. It's not this, oh, Atlanta, 35 minutes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so what else about, uh, we, now we, we want to have some fun. I mean, it's, it's fun to talk shop and spread the word about the business, but uh, we won't take a few minutes and kind of have a good time. What, uh, what, what did we miss in the golf world that you want to, oh, I know. Uh, well, you go, you go first. I got a couple things I want to ask, so. In the golf world, um, well, you know, I, I, I'm going to talk about the Masters coming up. I think it's Ooh. really interesting. The Masters in November. I mean, I, I think that's that's interesting. Uh, so I'm excited for that. I'm sure you guys are too. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, well, absolutely. It, I mean, more than excited. So, so let's think about this. So I'm in Atlanta, Dan's actually in Raleigh. Uh, but so I'm in Atlanta and I'm give or take a good two hours away from Augusta. Not good, but to, let's call it two hours. Right and then, yeah. Yeah. And then what are you about two and a half hours from there? Yeah. yeah about the same as you. I'm a little over two hours, 130 miles, something like that. So, Augusta so it's a great town too. Yeah, so give or take halfway. And and I'm sure you've been to Augusta a few times. Oh, yeah. So I went to University of Georgia. And back then, we could drive down on Monday or Tuesday at practice round, go right up to the gate, pay five bucks, and we were in the course. Nice. I mean, those days were over. <laughs> now, now, you're, now you're just bragging. 
I am, I am. And I threw in the University of Georgia, too. You noticed that. Oh, I, heard, I heard you. I heard you. I heard you. Uh, yeah, I have been lucky enough to have been on that golf course 30 or 40 times. Uh, I had some family and friends that had tickets for years. Um, but every time I'd go, I'd try to find Jack Nicholas. Uh, so, obviously, I'm not going as much as I used to go. Uh, but, um, yeah, it, uh, it's it's a special place. And, you know, the thing I'd say about Augusta is it's way more hilly than you realize until you're out there. It's hey, you, you get, hey get, get your ass out there walking, and you'll find out just real quick how hilly George is. Yeah, it can kick your butt, yes. Yeah, for sure. So, have you played it? I have not. That's on the bucket list. Yeah, I haven't either. If we uh, if we get an invitation, uh, hey, by, by the way, if you're listening, Augusta National, <laughs> uh, Chip, Chip, and Dan and I would love to uh, love to get a get a spot out there Monday after after the tournament. So mm. I think Howard Milstein should invite us. He's a member. There you go. He owns the Mira distribution, right? So Howard, if you're listening. You got your force and you and us three plugs. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, <laughs> so let's, so let's, so what do you think? And we've talked about this a few times. I don't know. You said you'd, you'd listen to a couple of shows. So I don't know if we touched on, uh, well, you probably, you said you listened to the Emmelman show. So we talked about it. Oh, that was great. Emmelman's very well spoken. I, I, I can't hold a candle by him. He's great. Oh, no, you're doing great. Oh, you got to use your accent, mate. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, but, but, but so, so we've talked about it and, and we're going to continue to talk. Well, I mean, it, it's the masters. Okay. Let's let's d- d- We're going to talk about it. I mean, no doubt. The sporting event in the world and run the best. Too. They run that. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is. I mean, you can talk about, uh, you can talk about Daytona. You can talk about Super Bowls. You can talk about the Derby. You can d- just keep going down the lid. I, I know I've hit all U S events, so you can go outside the U S I don't well, care. Then, whatever. But masters is they, they're, those guys are brilliant. Yeah. They're that's yeah. the real deal. So, so what do you think? And I've seen some aerial pictures where they're kind of working some things over uh, in, in at Augusta National. So, how do you think it's going to play different in November versus April? You know, I'm not sure. Obviously, it's going to look different. I mean, we we know that going in. You know, the azaleas are not going to be blooming. Well, um, unle- unless unless they've got azaleas sitting in greenhouses that they're going to transplant uh, the week before, so they're in bloom. Well, I'll tell you, they can they can do anything they want. They've proven that. They're, they're, if, if there's a way to do something, the guys at Augusta National can pull it off. So there you go. That would be really cool. Um, you know. I'm not sure. Is it going to play quicker? Is it going to play harder? I don't know. Because, you know, they've got the sub air under all the greens, so they can control that. You know, they know what's going on. So, but it's going to be interesting. It's going to be kind of weird having two so close together. But, uh, I mean, it's definitely something to look forward to. Uh, You know, college football and the Masters, that's hard to beat. I mean, it's like, uh, exactly. I, 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 I need you to finish, start this round as early as you can so I can get back to college football. Cause you're, right. cause, cause you're bulldogs. I mean, you know, after yeah. whipping Tennessee this week, it's like, uh, I mean, those guys maybe uh, they, that could be uh, national championship material there. Well, we've got to get past the Auburn. I mean, excuse me, the Alabama hurdle, which is a big mm. hurdle. <laughs> uh, but the story of Stetson Bennett, the fourth is one of the greatest stories I've ever heard. I just, I love that story. The guy, Got offers in high school. He didn't want to go anywhere to Georgia. He walked on. He was a scout team guy. He loved Georgia. He did a great job. He wasn't going to get to play. He transferred. 
He played well. Kirby said, hey, you come back, you've got a scholarship. He's fourth string. You know the story. Yeah. That is so magical. And some of his runs to score points, you know, where these guys have got him boxed in and somehow he's the guy can ride this wave for a little while longer because it's been enjoyable being a Georgia fan. You were a little nervous the first quarter this weekend against Tennessee, weren't you? I, I was. I'll tell you, the first <laughs> half of the of the first game, the Arkansas game, is one of the worst games Georgia ever played. Uh, but um, and, and, you know, a lot of things happened bad in that game. Uh, but Tennessee, yeah, we were behind it at halftime. Uh, we were making mistakes. Uh, but Georgia has a good defense, and the defense held them, and then the offense got clicking. And oh yeah, obviously the game was way closer than the final score indicates. It was closer. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Uh, so hold on, we, I, I can't let you escape. So who's your uh, so for today? Today you can change your mind. We, we we can get back on if we need to. Who's your pick to win the Masters in 2020? Uh, uh, you know, wait, I got it. I got it. Abe answer. What? Abe answer. Oh, the oh, the Mura man. That's right. Oh, Abe answer. Well, that wouldn't be bad at all. Uh, you know, I'm a Jordan Spieth guy, and I know he's off his game. Uh, uh, you'd have to pick Dustin Johnson or Bryson. I yeah. think going in, yeah, I think I those think would so. be your two big names. Uh, you know, maybe Rory you throw in there too, but Dustin Bryson would be the two first two names I would think of. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So I'm glad you brought those up. So as a, so as, as a club builder, uh, they were, so uh, where were we uh, this, this week? So we're in Vegas and you've got DeChambeau that's hitting it. Uh, you know, he's like uh, par four. Uh, oh, he just missed the green by 30 yards, meaning he was 30 yards short of the green where everybody else is, you know, 130 yards short of the green. Yeah. So, so what's your take, if you don't mind sharing, What's your take on, uh, you know, all the all the talk about technology and making the courses harder, you know, that, that kind of road? What, what do you think about that? Well, I, 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 I would agree if you hear, ever hear Jack Nicholas talk on the subject, I would agree with Jack. Uh, unfortunately, the golf ball is the biggest culprit mm. and the genie's out of the bottle. They can, probably can't roll back the golf ball, but they probably need to roll back the golf ball because there's a lot of great golf courses that you've got to trick them up to make them challenging now. And it's a shame because, you know, the guys can hit it 350 or Bryson even further. Yeah. Um, uh, I think you, I, I, I don't know if they could ever pull it off, but the golf ball just goes too daggum far. So you bring up Jack, you bring up some good points. So I guess number one, have you ever played Muirfield? No. No. Um, and number two, what do you think of the changes Jack's doing to Muirfield? I mean, he's, he's tearing the entire place up and kind of starting. I wouldn't say start from scratch, but it's going to look completely different next year. It, it, you know, I don't know all the details of it, but, you know, these guys, they they and Jack's a brilliant designer. You know, he's looking at the course through a different lens. And, of course, you know, the, the distances people hit the ball is a big contributing factor to all these changes. Mm hmm. Um, uh, so we shall see what happens there. You know, I, I, he may have room there to do it. Augusta has got to get really, they've got to get, you know, they got to think about what they do when they want to add link to the course. It be, 
because they're they're a little it's a little tighter there. Of course, they're buying everything around. Well, they yeah they just bought the shopping center right behind them, right? So I yeah, mean, yeah, they so. did, they did. So yeah, maybe they'll drive. You'll just they'll hit a ball over the Washington <laughs> Avenue. Your first tee shot, you'll just drive over the road. Build a bridge. Just build yeah, a bridge. Yeah. yeah. So I don't want to keep you on this topic kind of all day in terms of who, who's your favorite here and who's your favorite there, but I, but I think we, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about there's a P, there's a championship coming two hours away from him in uh, the early part of next year as well, but Kiwa. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you played that? Have you what, have you been I there? Have not played Kiowa. Wow, but you know when the wind blows at Kiowa, that's a that's a crazy place, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you, you you cannot hide from the wind at Kiowa when it's blowing. I mean, it, you're done. I mean, it's just going to get you. I mean, that's that's British Open-style golf out there, man, that, that's like just blasting on you. Maybe Shinnecockish. Yeah. You've got to beat it down on the ground for sure. You really yeah. do. Right? You think Shinnecockish, Cal? Uh, oh, I think even even worse. Even worse. Even worse. Oof. Yeah, e- even worse. Mm. Yeah, it's just I mean that when that when that uh, comes howling in, man, it is. Uh, yeah, the good news is going to be that you know it's not going to be cold, but yeah, you play uh, you get to Kiowa in December, January, February. I mean that can be some miserable. <laughs> There. Yeah, you know, if, if they they could embarrass them there, that's a course that could embarrass you. If yeah. you got the thirty mile an hour winds and they made it hard, oh, I just they'd be six hour rounds for sure. That's well, good. like they're gonna they're gonna have to be careful how they set that up. It could turn yeah. into uh, what did they was it Bandon Dunes on the west coast that that just turned into that they just lost complete control of the course and or was it Whistling Straits maybe? No, I tell you what, it was Chambers Bay. Chambers, Chambers, Bay, Chambers Bay. Sorry, Bay. Yeah, that's yeah, the one. Yeah, 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 and. Uh, they lost it. They lost the course. Yeah. Um, they did. Uh, good thing happened. Jordan Speed won there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and a guy from Savannah, uh, 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 a good player, not a PGA Tour regular, but uh, uh, Mark Silvers, a guy from Savannah, made the cut. Uh, you know, qualified, made the cut, and almost had a hole. Remember the hole where you dr- par for you drive it up on the hill to the right and come rolling down the hill? Yeah, yeah, sure. Close the hole. Well, he hit it to like a foot put on that hole and made a two. Uh, and that's, a, that's an interesting story, but uh, it just makes me think of Chambers Bay. They, they lost it there for sure. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It, it, I mean, it's, uh, it, it reminds me, I mentioned Myrtle beach earlier. It's like uh, Myrtle beach and uh, you know, pirates Island. You know, the putt, putt course. Yep. It's, like, it does. it's not even golf, you know? So, well, back to, you know, one thing, and I'm jumping back to Augusta just for a thing. Yeah, uh, sure. yeah, a minute. Please. I love the way the guys that are running the course say, okay, Sunday's going to be a shootout. That is so brilliant. You know, if you want to kick their butt for three days, kick their butt. But on Sunday, let the fireworks, because really, you know, U.S. Open's boring. I mean, it's prestigious to win, but the Masters is a lot more fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I love that, too. I love it like like you're talking about. You You can't keep it to the same kind of... Everybody's shooting so far above par the entire time. It doesn't make I mean, the shootout's great. I, I agree with you there. Uh, yeah, I like. I mean, U.S. Open is it, it's just a, a war of attrition. I know, but I like from a viewing standpoint. I love that Masters when they let them rock and roll that last day. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let, let hey let let the ball strikers strike it and then let the putters take over. Yep. 
All right, so Chip, so you got to give us, uh, if we're coming into Savannah, and Cal, you mentioned earlier, it's a tourist attraction. So, I mean, obviously, it's a great place to go, especially this time of the year. Uh, we need some diamonds in the rough. You don't have to do just one. I mean, you kind of touched on the course earlier, but, uh, you know, where's the hole-in-the-wall restaurant? Or where what 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 where do you go that people don't know about that uh, you live in there and know? It's like, oh, my, you, nobody goes here, and it's like, this is a great little place, or whatever it is. Miss, okay, I'll give you two. Miss right. Wilkes Boarding House. Oh, it's in downtown Savannah, and you know you, they they line you up outside, and they're like three seatings for lunch, mm. and it's you know family style, so they pass the food around. So I, I don't know. I've been there since COVID, so I'm not quite sure how they're doing it, but I'm sure they got it figured out. Cool. But I'm a fried chicken guy. You know, I'm from the South. Oh yeah, it's the best. It's nice. the best. Uh, you know, it's better than Paula Dean. Sorry, Paula, but it's best. <laughs> so Miss Wilkes Sporting House, and then there's a little hamburger place called the Green Truck, oh. and they make the best hamburger in town. Oh. So those are two places for you. Is, is it a is it a food truck or is it a restaurant? It's a restaurant, small restaurant. Okay, gotcha. Oh, and, and, and awesome, awesome burgers. Yeah. Are they, they down? Craft beers. You guys would love it. They have craft beers and all that kind of stuff in there too. Are they downtown Savannah? They're more midtown. They're like midtown. Uh, you okay. know, Fixery Drive and Habersham area, which yeah, is yeah, sure. more midtown. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Gotcha. Perfect. Gotcha. That's sweet. Uh, uh, Miss Wilkes is downtown. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay. So we, uh, so we got to ask this one. This is, um, I mean, you could always say no. He's like, hey, I can't wait to get off of this show, but we always That's ask, fine. We, we, but we, well, we always ask. And, and, uh, and, and I don't know if you have a drink or not. Uh, but my question is we like to figure out, uh, kind of size people up. Are you a G and T or a V and T guy? Janetonic, I don't even know what VNT is. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, sir. Hey, we're definitely, we're definitely, we're definitely doing this again. And he really did yeah, listen to the Element interview. <laughs> definitely doing this again. You know, I was always a long neck bottle beer drinker in college and out of college. So I was always. Give me a long neck glass bottle with a beer in it. That's yeah, it's like it's like. Do you want a glass? Enough? It comes in a perfectly nice one. Why? Why would I dirty something else up? That's right. And and I know you guys are bourbon guys too. And you know, uh, I, I'm not sophisticated, but I know a good one from a bad one. I'll put it that way. There you go. Oh, do, do you have a? Do you have like a go-to bourbon? You know, it, it's funny. There's a guy that owns a a. a package shop in like Wyoming. It's called the still. He's a customer of mine. Hmm. And he sent me, I could walk away from the screen for about 30 seconds. I'm going to walk away yeah, from the screen. It's fine. Dan and I'll talk about you while he's gone. All right, Dan, I've already sent him like a request list and uh, your clubs weren't involved. <laughs> Dang it. Come on. <laughs> I know there's at least three shots in there for me. Oh. Uh, hey, by the way, we've had a great time chatting with Chip. And oh, uh, in all seriousness, like if you're if you're in the market for clubs uh, and he's got some other stuff there, too. I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of riding the Mura train because that's what's in my bag. And it makes yeah. me feel better when I show up to the course. But uh, I'm trying to get Dan to get us in. And Dan's like, well, I didn't get my permission slip signed. I don't know if I can get oh. those. Hey, did, no, if you're, I'm serious. Another, um, have you did you try those putters he had? Because I was on the I was on the chip and putt page. Those oh, things look yeah. amazing, I, too. I, I put it, no, they are amazing. Oh, yeah. Really good, yeah. yeah. 
Wow. Oh, there it Blanton's. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that'll do oh, it. Oh, 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 he's a Blanton's guy. <laughs> hey, I that'll, see. Just, I that, that'll do so, it right there, buddy. <laughs> you guys are waiting. I'm out of my scope here. <laughs> Let me see. I, I, got, I got some back there. Yeah. You may not be able to see it's, it, but I'll see it. That's a Blanton's. Uh, it's, it's back there. It's I got top some tier back. right there, buddy. I, I like Blanton's. Uh, All right. As, yeah, as, they, as they said in Indiana Jones, you chose wisely. I might have chose the wooden chalice, but I like the wooden chalice. Yeah, no. I don't remember he has to choose the wooden. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. No, no, he, no, he did. He, he chose the Holy Grail. Yeah, exactly. Yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, so you're a Blanton's man. That's well, a, awesome. That's well, I pick. can't wait to. Uh, I can't wait to pour a few back with you. Do you have the whole collection of the horses yet? No, but that is the way cool bottle, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Now, I've got uh, what I've got. One, two, three, four, five. I've got five of the two, four. I'm missing one. I'm missing the. Um, I'm missing the horse winning going over the finish line. So I'm missing hmm. the S. Hmm. Well, that's, that's cool. And, and once again, I'm a 24 handicapper in this discussion. So I'll try to contribute, but it won't be real. New no, no, that, that's fine. Just remember when we're playing golf, I'm going to need a few strokes. <laughs> I tell you, I haven't played much lately. I, 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 my game will be, I'll, I'll have fun. Let's put it that way. That's fine. That's, hey, and exactly the reason we're here, man. I, I, Chip, I really hope you've had a good time chatting with us. And, and number, like first and foremost, thank you for taking time to mm-hmm. come on the show. Yeah, like we really appreciate you coming on and sharing your time with us. I mean, it's valuable, right? I mean, this is oh, this um, is, this was fun. Both of you guys are great. It was so easy, and I mean, you know, we're like three old buddies. Mm-hmm. It, it was great, and you guys do a super job because you make your guests feel very comfortable. I mean. It was just a natural conversation. We just had a good time. Great, well, it's like you. it's it's like the nineteenth hole, man. I mean, you uh, you know, we just finished a round. You beat my ass, and uh, now I'm gonna pay, <laughs> now, now I'm gonna pay you money and buy you drinks, and uh, I, you know, I'll that, dra- that drag my tail home. That, <laughs> no, but it is. It is kind of like the nineteenth hole. We're sitting in a bar, just shooting the breeze, and uh, no, yeah. It, it's been a lot of fun. I'm, I'm flattered that you'd want me on. And uh, like I said, you guys both do a wonderful job just making feel people feel comfortable. We covered a lot of subjects and it was fun. And, and uh, it was, you know, yeah. Yeah, I'd be glad to do it anytime. We, we thank you for coming on and uh, you were insightful on all the clubs. I mean, good gosh, Cal, Cal got, he's all he does is talk about those clubs he's got. I mean, yeah, you can't, he, he won't be quiet about it. <laughs> Well, that's great. You know, I'm very passionate about Mira and, you know, he's a Mira guy now too. So uh, that's good. He, He picked the best. Yeah, and, hey, I, can, I can I can tell you the best golf clubs. Not all the best bourbons, but I know the best golf clubs. Well, that, that's why it's a team sport, Chip. Yep. We all got to be good at something. That's right. That's right. Uh, Find well, your niche. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, well, Chip. You want to close out with anything? No, just thank thank you guys. Hey, and listen, that uh, Willow Lake Country Club of Metro invitation stands. Maybe one of these days we'll do that. Yeah. And uh, but no, thank you for having me on. You guys are wonderful, and uh, uh, I've enjoyed being here with you. All right. Yeah. Hey, we've had a blast chatting with uh, chatting with Chip Usher um, from Usher Golf. You can find him at Usher. I'm sorry, at Chip and Putt. Yep. Dot com. Right. And, uh, yeah, if you, uh, if you haven't hit Muros, uh, you don't know what you're missing. If you're a golfer is what I would say. I would uh, say that one, would be very true. one thing, Chip, I'll tell you is I don't know how you got chippingput.com, but that is a great URL. <laughs> you know, I think I got it 
98, you know, because Augusta National has drive, chip, and putt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They sure do. So it's very close. I'm chip and putt, and they spell out the and just like I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that one goes way back. That is a good URL for sure. That's a good, yeah. And, you know, my name being chip, too, doesn't hurt. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it is a great URL. And, and uh, it uh, never hurts to have a good URL. People remember it. <laughs> exactly. Hey, it's a great hey, time. Remember to put two T's in putt. It's not chip and put, it's chip and putt. There are two T's in putt, Chip. Two T's in putt. That's right. That's right. But listen, this will never forget it. Exactly. That's right. Hey, awesome time. Uh, Chip, thanks for coming on the show, um, buddy. I'll have to pour some of this out. There's none in this bottle, but I'll find some. I don't blame you. (laughs) Chip already drank the whole bottle during the show. Hey, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks again. Take care, guys. Thanks, Chip. Bye, man.